Everybody, welcome back to Get to the Point. Object Fire alongside Jody Leone and Sean Anderson. Fellas, how are we doing today? Very tired. Yeah, very, I'm doing pretty good. Very, very tired. Yeah, no, someone else is a little tired, bit sleepy. Yeah. Oh, f- off. That's early. It's that's, all that's it. Early right. 25 right. It's warranted. Sean. It's warranted. Oh, how is that it's warranted? No, I'm sorry. Not. Are you not a little bit sleepy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call, 15 seconds here. Keep it up. Yeah. I'm wondering oh, why we were so hostile so on grumpy, yesterday's man. show. I'm not grumpy, but show. you didn't need to call me sleepy like that. I, got, I don't appreciate it. I'm tired because oh, we were up until Joe. 2. Waking up is willpower, Joe. Literally just <laughs> I understand Toss the that. blanket off yourself and stand up. Not when you're addicted to caffeine. Is. There's a difference. Yeah, well, you know what? I could have a Dunkin' Donuts coffee at 11 at night and be asleep by 11.30. I, I, I can't do that. That's... Th- Listen, Joe. You have no reason to be this, this, this. You know, sweepy. All right. Uh, we had a good day yesterday. You should have been able to just fall asleep, wake back up. It's not like we did it. You did anything that extensive. Mm. We did get our first uh, episode out of the media dump, right? Yeah, we did. Is that, that coming out that, today that, because this show will come all, out on Friday. It's already. It's already out. Okay. It's awesome. Scheduled it. Awesome. Yes. And then um, I edit quickly, yeah, so it's already. I'll be on the next one of those. I'll be on the next yeah, one of sure. those. Oh, fire! We gotta know, and and we're not because uh, we talked about this on the media dump. What were you doing okay. yesterday that you didn't get back to us? We were trying to I speculate. Just didn't, I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. Um, oh. I didn't like the content of yesterday's episode. I did not want to partake. So I didn't you do wait, 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 wait. So you couldn't. I didn't do. I didn't. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, I didn't do. It. I don't question I did, that. I, th- I don't not, question that thought process. But plan. you couldn't have said to us, "I, I don't want to come on this today show," because I offered. I thought that. you guys knew. I, th- I thought you guys knew it wasn't. You didn't want to talk well, about Charlie s- Daniels. I don't even know who that is. Oh. <laughs> Who's Charlie uh, Daniels? What the hell did? Who's Charlie Daniels? He's one of the yeah, most famous John, country singers of all time. If maybe if I heard a song, I would. Devil know. went See, down to Georgia. Is, like, is what he wrote. The Charlie Daniels Band. All right, all right. Stroke long hair country boy. My fi- okay, I understand. All right, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. He's a very renowned country artist. What? He's is he shouting not? songs at me. Okay, I'm just saying. This is this is my thing. This you is me. Hey, now we have to reevaluate if, you, if you're even supposed to be on the media dump. Okay, I can guarantee you I've seen more entertainment, more more movies and more shows than both of you guys combined. Uh, you don't know who Charlie Daniels is. It's not a fact that you didn't listen. You don't even know who he is. So is this going to be a thing where if you don't like the stuff that we picked, you're not going to come on each week? You could have just said, hey, no, I, I, was I also, didn't see I was it, also was busy it? yesterday. I was with, okay. I was with you All know. All right, that's fair. That's okay. We assumed you lady. were busy, but then you told us. Yeah. But then just now you told us you chose not to because you didn't want to. Well, I I, I made plans, you know, right, hang fine. out with my girlfriend, and then, yeah, I just made plans to, to th- thought I could miss the first media dump until you know I get a better understanding. The of first the one's the one you don't miss. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it look, is. Look, that's you not guys, the one you that you get- miss. All right, it's supposed to be the tone setter. No, I, so if, if we were doing tone setting, we should have we should have picked more interesting topics. What are you talking about? Uh, 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 over a million people are watching Hamilton on Disney Plus. Everybody that has Disney Plus, it's is pretty watching interesting. That. It's just it's, not it's, interesting it's, it's, to it's, you. It's insanely big. We talked about uh, the most popular dead rappers' uh, posthumous album the the week it came out. That's pretty big too. And I know, but I, like I said, I am not one person to listen to. Any person's whole album. That's not. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do Did that. You watch it? Listen to I, half I, of it. What I usually do is I probably listen to like the first tree four, and then I uh, wait for the rest of the people to find the good song. Just chip it up. Just break it up into parts. I know, but when I so recently, I just made a. Um, I was busy making a playlist from my from my big playlist called Jake's All Time Heaters. Uh-huh. <laughs> All time heaters. So I've been, 
I've been jamming out to that on my car rides. Jake's all-time heaters. Okay, well, I'm not going to keep on arguing with you, but you do have a decision to make on the actor that we're going to start with. Because you missed, Are there you missed it. We, we have two to start with. One right. being Joe's selection of Tom Cruise and yes. my selection of Christian Bale. Eight to 12 movies. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh, come okay, cool. on. We'll you didn't that. even think it over. <sighs> that means that Tom Cruise is just a meh actor. He's in a lot of iconic movies, though. I, I like there, there's two movies that I really like with Tom Cruise: Jerry Maguire and Rain Man. Those are the two that I. And really those like were two Tom of the Cruise. movies on the list that I picked. Rain Man made me feel bad. I didn't like Rain Man that much. Um, you didn't like Rain Man? I mean, it was a good movie. It's a good story, but it made me feel bad overall. Like I didn't feel good after oh. watching Rain Man. Why well, it was a it was a he ended up loving his brother and we didn't care about the money. Yeah, I know. I still felt bad. Okay. Well. Okay, we'll go with Christian Bale. Now I get to finally watch The Dark Knight. Um, we do have some sports news uh, for our wonderful listeners. Obviously, we are getting to the big money deal of Patrick Mahomes a couple days past the um, the announcement, but he has been signed on to, if you haven't seen, which is unbelievable because you have seen it, but he got signed on to a 10-year, $503 million contract and I do appreciate, Joe, your uh, switch up on the question. Mine was going to be, is Dak going to now go for the going to be the second highest paid and eclipse $40 million a year, which I don't think he was yeah, going that to. Didn't, yeah, yeah but, I, we, we all would have said no. And I like what it, you flexed it, it, I'd rather talk about the contract itself. Yes. Um, this being such a massive contract, uh, it was also shown, uh, there was a graphic that his contract could pay for 22 starters on each side of the ball, uh, which you put it into that perspective is absolutely bonkers. Um, and then the question that's raised from that is, is, is it worth paying uh, Mahomes such a unique contract? Is he worth that commitment? for 10 years and up to $503 million. Now, I know I'm going to preface this, Joe. I know how big of a fan you are of Patrick Mahomes. But need I remind you that when this discussion was brought up, I think a mere three years ago, in the early stages of this of this Get to the Point show, and it was Aaron Rodgers uh, was the focal point. And he was talk- we were talking about contracts with Aaron Rodgers and his money situation. And you were pretty anti saying he should be taking a lot less money. He shouldn't be asking for this much money. Well, uh, which, the which in hindsight between... right now is, is not a lot of money compared to what uh, Mahomes just got paid. The difference between. Well, Mahomes deserves all that. Yeah. The, the difference Sorry. between Patrick Mahomes, who's 24, and Aaron Rodgers at the time, I think, who was 34, is simply how long you're going to have him for. You, why would you try and renegotiate contracts with him every five years if it's pretty much a lock that you know that Patrick Mahomes is going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league for the next 10 years. You might as well lock him down, get him here as long as possible. It's a unique contract. He is one of the few players that is worth it. It's not often that quarterbacks prove themselves of being a top three player at the quarterback position within their first three years. It just doesn't happen. The guy won a Super Bowl, he won a Super Bowl MVP, and he won an MVP. Accomplishments that some guys in the Hall of Fame have not done all three of those things. It is unique what he's done in his career, meaning he deserves this unique contract. But the one thing with with his contract, even though there is going to be a pretty significant cap hit from it, if you actually go and break down the contract and take a look at it, he's actually not getting that, not paid that much in annual salary until uh, about... 2031 where he's paid 38 million a lot of his money just comes from roster bonuses he ends up making the the biggest amount he ends up making 49 million in roster bonuses in 2027 they very interestingly structured this contract to pay him not based on his annual salary but rather giving him bonuses just for being there and being on the team so does that affect the salary cap the roster bonus um it does it, I, I don't know how much more it, it affects it compared to an annual salary, but there is, for most of these years, there's about a $40 million cap hit, which is not a, a terrible number because that's about how, how much some of these other quarterbacks 
high-paid quarterbacks are taking. I, I believe the number is around $40 million. The biggest cap hit, uh, cap hit you're getting from Patrick Mahomes is in 2027 with a uh, $59 million cap hit. Yeah, geez, that's a uh, that's a steep number. Uh, it was definitely, but um, you know, I think that he's I think he's completely worth that five hundred million dollars, and I think it's I think it's very valuable for the Chiefs to you know hold on to a quarterback of this stature for as long as they can. You know, I mean, especially in a QB favorite NFL, you know, throwing the ball, the quarterbacks are even more valuable than they ever have been. I th- but uh, it makes me think about quarterbacks like uh, you know Tom Brady. You know he's never seen this much money in his career. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? I mean he he always takes pay cuts to you know keep the salary cap low for his team to bring in you know other pieces around him. It's a, will that affect you know the Chiefs roster over the years? The the not Tom Brady method. You know what I mean by that? I mean it, it has to. Um... Uh, but, I mean, they also found themselves in a situation when they were returning, what was it, 21 out of 22 starters on offense and defense uh, for this upcoming season, which is ridiculous by all means. And then when I was looking at this this contract, I'm thinking it, it's, it's already been on everybody's minds. It was the biggest elephant in the room. What's going to happen? How much are they going to dish out to Mahomes? When's it going to happen? Is there going to be drama? Is there going to be uh, fi- fighting over the money? But, no, the Chiefs just said, hey, we're just going to lock it down. And I think that – if you're in, if you have that availability, I know it's a very messy, ugly business when it gets into the dealings between these mega contracts for these stars. Uh, but if you're really that certain in it, and you're certain he's not going to be a, a Bobby Bonilla, then lock it down. And that's a he's, he's 24. He's not going to be a Bobby Bonilla. But at worst case, by the time he's 34, maybe he's approaching retirement for some whatever weird unique reason I, that is not going to happen there's no way there's, there's no, no way. way he's going to be 34 come the end of this contract it's not like bobby bonilla I, i've heard that brought up multiple times it's just not that parallel you you almost never have a guy get locked down this early on in his career these long contracts we see with baseball players is typically getting paid at like 28 and they're getting paid until uh they're they're 38 34 even 40. So it's a little bit different circumstantially. Mahomes is an all-time great. He's going to play for as long as Manning and yeah. Favre and, and Brady. He's one of those guys that already, you can tell. So it's definitely worth the money, for sure. Well, I could def- We can definitely hope so. Um, let me get down on the notes here. Why am I scrolling so far? Uh, oh. Oh, I, there it is. Uh, fire. What was that, that picture for? Was it just to, to brighten our days? Because I don't have a, um, <laughs> a video. Guys can't, I don't have a webcam, so like I wanted this. You guys could see my face because I can see you. Sean, face. are you wearing a robe? No, it's a blanket. Um, we are now on to the... I don't know what's the, worse. One more time. I said, I don't know which is worse. You wearing a robe or a How about blanket? you wipe the, 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 the leavings of Mr. Sandman out of your eyes, and then we can get to talking about what's worse. Uh, now, Says the guy wearing a blanket. Wait, is that why I'm wearing a blanket. All my sweatshirts are dirty. What do you want me to do? Is put a shirt on. Mr. Sandman? Put a shirt. I don't need so to put a shirt on. I stink like hell. And I'm about to work is out Is that why they call this. him Mr. Sandman, Sean? Yes, that's what they call Mr. Sandman. Sandman because he leaves eye crusties? Yes, because of eye crusty. Now i got to oh. check myself because I've made myself self-conscious about it. I definitely know Mr. Joe has some. <laughs> but uh, bring me your dreams. Bum, 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 also in the sports the world, we have uh, new development <laughs> with the uh, the Ivy Leagues. All right, go ahead. I was sorry. actually going to keep going under over your bed there, <laughs> but um, we're, the Ivy oh. Leagues have declared that they are de- Ivy League has declared that they are uh, canceling uh, and postponing their fall sports seasons, most notably. Uh, football and all three of us having experience um, battling with the Ivy League uh, teams, They're Harvard so and Brown, over uh, three years for me and Joe, or actually four years for me and Joe, three years for Fire. Uh, that takes away a game out of Rody's season, so that'll be another bye week. Um, I'm sure they won't be doing uh, inside run and escape from Saigon during that <laughs> week. <laughs> Some poor bastards. Um, <laughs> the specialists will be playing soccer in the background. Oh, you. And now you're reminding me of your, what you did teams, on my week. Oh, yeah. The teams aren't, you know, the Ivy League teams themselves, they're, they're not soft. But the league is so soft. Just play, you know, they, they, they actually have the money to be able they to, don't, to though, pay for a season. They are very financially 
weak. They they have more money than You're some t- other you, FCS. The Ivy League is financially weak. I, I don't. They don't have enough to sustain the level of um, precaution necessary to keep everybody safe. They just they just don't. They probably that have close to me. it, but they probably I, I don't, don't want to go into debt. I can't. Yeah, I, can't. I don't believe that. That that shocks me. There's, think there's about no how many people go to Ivy League games. They their games are barely on TV. It's not as popular as it used to be. Their games so are. So what they do have they have to be worried about? We Ivy played League Harvard channel. in front no, they, of maybe a hundred people. There were no, they, people that were. Year. They had Joe, to beg to Joe. come into the stands. No one wants Joe, to watch those games. They have an ESPN Ivy League channel that strictly broadcasts all the Ivy League games. But they probably so make barely enough money from that to cover all the costs of testing. And and it's also the, the, the schools are very stingy. They definitely have the money. They're probably very stingy about spending money on athletics. That's the big issue. I That's that's the one thing I could agree with. Yeah, but they are 100% stingy. How does, how does the CAA compare to being financially... Well off compared to the Ivy League, I would say that I'm they're curious, better because knew they have. I don't know. I don't have their income statement in front of me, but I can tell you that they have more nationally broadcasted TV games, uh, as well as more teams that are playing big programs. I the Ivy Leagues don't even play those those pay for play games. So no, yeah, they don't. They that's don't. taken that's off true. the table. Um, Fire, I hate to break it to you, but I honestly think that. Your season is going to be played in the spring. I don't. I don't think you guys are going to end up playing. That's just your speculation, I, um, right, Joe? Just so, just to make sure. Yeah, like, that's right. that's that's speculation. But this is the first domino. I think enough team, enough conferences that are in, like the Pioneer League, NEC, the really small ones that are in a tight financial situation where they know they can't afford all of this testing and protections and fixing and protecting for travel and hotels that are going to that they might not even be able to stay in just not wanting to deal with the logistics of it they're going to follow suit and maybe some of these bigger conferences say well all right well if if no one's playing we're just going to move to the spring like everyone else's no and um you know ivy league was the ivy league was the first you know conference to cancel spring ball and everybody followed yeah. that right after and i believe they were the first to cancel their postseason tournament and that was for different reasoning those were both for precautionary reasons of we don't want to spread it this is a this is strictly financial that's when they didn't know when they barely knew what it was yeah yeah and now well, we I'm know sure how to handle it Harvard had some idea but yeah we we know how to handle it now it's very different Did circumstance we, but we know the, how to handle we, it yes be, are because we choosing to handle it though even if we know how to handle it are we choosing to handle it as a nation I, I, we're not no because we're that's a nation not what that's not what i'm talking about babies. sean sean that's not what my I'm talking state about. is massachusetts is sean that's not what i'm talking about in new jersey and actually in virginia too we're, we're, we're actually some of the top states in taking the necessary precautions for staying safe we're like some of the safest states right now the three of us rhode island's up there too but uh, sean what i'm trying to say is is that these leagues understand how you can go about protecting the players and it costs millions of dollars to do it. Okay. Um, I don't disagree. Hundreds. I, 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 it, it seems almost impossible for me. If you're going to go through a fall camp and if one person contracts it, how does the whole team excluding specialists not contract it? That, that's the crazy thing to me. So works. is everyone... You would have to do well, day-to-day and, tests. Wait, wait. Well, I wouldn't even say excluding specialists because... Uh, locker room. You know, yeah. No, but... Well, locker room, but on top of that, like, the snappers are in the... in the. We're not getting hit and contacting as much, but, like, I got sweaty guys rubbing up on me in multiple occasions, and then it then that. transferred to the fact that I lick my hands, I, I touch things on my hands and into my I face and then too, i man. spread it to go yeah, ahead that, that you should i then too. spread you just it i was gl- i was glad that i did that uh you then spread all of that to the kickers and punters who are touching all the footballs that we're touching it, it would spread like wildfire like remember when someone got uh MRSA and uh people are Lamborghini and, and MRSA? andy MRSA is the right thing oh right my god but Andy would come no, in and be like, made, oh, made a bad joke. someone has MRSA. We have to take the precautions necessary to keep it from spreading because people don't pay attention. They're idiots. They're dirty. People are not cautious because they're tired. They're gross. They're covered in gunk, and they just wipe it on each other. Uh, so also, I, I have a friend that goes to Rutgers, and 
their whole their whole online i mean their whole um <clears throat> what's it called academic schedule got moved to online classes that's, there's that's no about right. classes there there's no classes being held in person they're so i'm saying can you have a season yeah you can't really no, but I'm saying, can like Rutgers, can, like, what are the rules for the NCAA? Like, can Rutgers have a season if there's no classes being held in person? Uh, this is an exception. I, I that that is that's too far to speculate. I honestly, I can't tell you. I don't. I don't think Sean could either. Well, I, I, I wasn't sure. Maybe like they yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. Everything sh- spikes and it's all downhill, yeah. or maybe they just well, don't. I, I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing that all students needed to be back on campus. For athletes to be able mm-hmm. to play, because that just makes the NCAA a profit business if they just let athletes come back by themselves. Before we transition, I, I have I've had this this one crazy thought of how it could possibly work. The idea is shut down all the small lower level conferences, like the FCS. It's okay if they can't play. If there are guys that are good enough, allow them to go play for these bigger programs. Even shut down like the Sun Belt and these these smaller conferences. Keep it restricted to a certain limited number of conferences. And then instead of having to travel for these far games, you then change the schedule so it's not conference-based and it's location-based. So if you're within a five- to six-hour radius, that is where all of your games are played. Some teams will have to travel a little further. They should have to bust every game. They should have to hopefully play the same day. It's or the difference between a bus and a flight. Can you tell me that? There's no security. There's less moving pieces. You don't have to go through an airport. Uh, what does you're that just mean? Getting on what does that bus. mean for anybody? I, I, I look. We I'm, flew, I'm just, and we were the only yeah. group, group flying. Right? No one else was on the plane with us. And I. All right, that's a good we point. Were so the, the pla- Rhode okay. Island. The planes don't matter, but I keep the travel limited so it's a a short trip, so you don't have to stay in a hotel. And everything has to be teams that are around you instead of in your conference. I think that that actually should be a viable option, but nobody is willing to consider that. Yeah, if you're going East Coast well, or West Coast, I guess. But I think regardless, well, I don't even agree when you with have your to plan. Travel, I, I don't when agree you have to it. travel from somewhere on the East Coast to, like, Ohio, like, that's not a Yeah, by a very, plane, though, that's two hours. All right, fine. It would be eight hours in a confined space, maybe more on a bus. At the very least, I Those, think it should only be that eight, main eight bus con- trip is one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my Were life. Were you on the Towson one, Jake? I was. I sure yeah, was. You on the grueling, Delaware man. one? At least we got Chick Fil A after, so I was kind of okay with it. Were Were you on the Delaware one? I was. That one. I think that one was the worst. Dude, it, it's we got back just at, easily, we got, we, easily made. We got back at six in the morning and. That bus was so sticky, and the bus driver refused to turn up the air conditioning on the defensive bus. I will never forget that trip. I remember I was laying underneath the... Uh, I was sleeping. Under- we did not get back at 6, Joe. We got we back, back at like 4.30 or 5. It was something like that. And I didn't sleep that night what? because... We, after, after we beat them, 13-7? Or Delaware. Like it, was, it was a little bit higher scoring than that. The one at Delaware we won. Justice's yeah. touchdown. Yes, two yes. years yeah. ago where we blocked the punt. Or actually, we at, didn't block the punt. The snapper. At Colin Sutrick. At Colin Sutrick. At Colin Sutrick. Suck I on was that. At that game. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was at nah, that game. But, no shot. Does he go to all the games? No, no, I don't know. He's not. Recruit. He also, yeah. I, know, oh, I see it on oh, my he, Twitter feed. He comments on every single recruit that's like considering Delaware. I find it so funny because these recruits are just like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, like if I'm a recruit and I see Colin Sutrick trying to sway me, it's it's a little different than what you see like from Texas. If there's a whole bunch of uh, of like hot college girls that are reaching out to you or liking your tweet, you're like, oh wow, they like the tweet saying I got Delaware, you know, you got Colin. and now I got Colin Sutrick saying, oh please, man, please, I I need this, I need no, it's, this. It's always the same gif of the the Delaware blue hens like punching into the air. It's just like, man, that was all I needed to push me over the edge. I'm committing to Delaware this tomorrow. This guy. Colin, you got to be more aggressive. You got to be more aggressive. A ton of SBFX fantasy football drafts. Yeah. Colin, teams are going to love I want Colin met. to start catfishing the remotes. Oh, That's we, what I We got to talk about the fantasy stuff at the end of the show, by the way. I don't don't want gla- to forget to glaze over that. I got. I have a couple of interested uh, partic- participants, potentially. Okay. We'll, we'll, so. we'll, get, we'll get to that at the end, okay? Sure thing, Joe. Sounds good. All right, well. Carry on, my wayward son. 
continuing our track of uh, sports, uh, we do have... We're, we're, we are willing to pitch our names in the ring here for the new name propositions for the Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians. Um, it's basically... A, uh, we've come to the consensus. This is the breaking point. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. Everything that's going on in the nation right now, we're, we're doing it all. We're knocking it all out. We're going to try to do it all in one fell swoop. Everything that's been bugging us since 2013 and -hmm. anything that's been a problem and everyone's just been pushing to the side waiting for it all to happen up at once this is where we are now the redskins are going to get a new team name the indians are going to get a new team name i can see it from both sides both parties everything like that uh it 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 doesn't bother me regardless um so we'll start with the washington redskins and what their rename uh or their new name I, I just want to. I just want to quickly throw in before I pitch my name. I, I think the best argument that I've heard from a lot of former players that are part of radio shows, talk shows, they all have the same argument, which is you shouldn't be upset with a, a, a name change. You are invested in the players on the field. You're invested in the city that you represent, uh, the colors of the team, all of the memories that you have with the team are not associated with the nickname. I just don't understand why people are so upset with wanting to change a name that is both of them are frankly not politically correct in any terms. And besides the politically correctness, they're just I don't understand how you you wouldn't want something that is better. I don't I think these are two of the worst nicknames in just terms of uh, a quality of team name in, in, in sports. Okay. Um, they're not yeah, creative. I, mean, I, I, I don't I think hate, there's anything wrong I, I with that. I hate that because you I'm, make me want to I'm surprised it. But because I don't think they're, I don't think they're fan, creative. But, uh, I think they're, I just, I think there's, they, they were very old names and they're lazy. <laughs> there's so many better team names yeah. out there. The depth of the rivalry between the Redskins and the Cowboys being the Cowboys and the Indians. And that makes it such a great yeah. it, it, It's just, there's a, there's a, such a, you don't watch Westerns. It's not a big deal, but that it just oh, hits you differently. Do. All right, Clint Eastwood, relax, bud. I'm glad you know who that is, given you didn't know who Charlie Daniels was. Fire. All right, I told you I'm a movie guy. Fire, can you pitch your uh, Redskins name option first? Because I was going to pitch this one, and mine is a close second. It's the I'm best a big one. fan of the Fire one. Fire has so, the best yeah. one. Yeah. So, so Sean, Sean had this one, and like I, I honestly could not. Like I, I saw this this uh, mock-up of like the potential jerseys with red tails and the logo change, and... It's honestly, there should be no other team name change in the Red Tails. It's based out of the Tuskegee Airmen in World War II, and it's just, you guys can chime in too, but like, there shouldn't, it's literally perfect. It's yeah. perfect. It's, perfect it's such a badass change. team name. Yeah. It's eloquent. It's badass. Yes. It's it's just, it's Logos awesome. Logos are great, yeah. N- nation's capital, yeah. talking about just, just, like just so sick. That, that'd be such an yeah. awesome like, name. Like, that, that should be the team name, like, right now. Like change, like and people would. Oh, I know for a fact the whole country would love that. And, and Dwayne the Haskins deals. also, their starting quarterback, said that I, I, I dig that. I want them to. I want that to be the new team name. I, I would be shocked if this doesn't end up being it because there is a lot of steam for the Red Tails being it. I mean, that's just that's just fantastic, Joe. Uh, yours, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, my second one, and it, this is kind of if they wanted to continue, at least having some association with. Um, Native American uh, terminology, if they wanted to go with the Red Hawks. I think that this is still connecting to Native Americans. I don't think this is offensive. If it is in any way, uh, I don't really see it. I could be wrong, however. I I, I was saying before the show, I I don't see too many issues with teams like the Chiefs or the Braves, but there's obviously blatant issues with teams like the Redskins and the Indians in terms of their team names. So I think Red Hawks still has that connection. It is still referring to Native Americans, but in a, a much better light. Yeah, but you have the Red Hawks and you have the Seahawks in the NFL. That's a little That's too a good close point. for me. That's a good point. Now, uh, mine, I don't, I don't, that being said, I still like the name Red Hawks for some reason. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I saw this. I think SB Nation had a, uh, put their bid in. Uh, made like, or no, no, no. It was a tweet by Grant Paulson asking uh, just for some updated suggestions and he's a local host here on 1067 the fan and um somebody replied with the um the sb nation redskins show logo which is a hog and uh, it's a badass looking hog uh and if you know anything about redskins lore the 80s they were uh most famous for one the fun bunch and two uh the hogs which was their offensive lineman 
uh, that group. And uh, uh, John Riggins. Yes, and John Riggins, who is an honorary hog, yes. So I, I really like that because it pays homage to the, um, uh, to the old school uh, way that they um, – one of their old uh, mantras or whatever. There's a better word from that, but – you know, you could go with hogs, warthogs, warhogs, any of those three I'd be happy with. But obviously, red tails is the one seed, and then anything hog-based afterwards I'd be happy with. Uh, I'm, red tails is just – I can't stress how perfect yeah. it is. Like, that's, that's, that's all I can that's gotta be the name. gather to say, but continue, Joe. That's got to be a name. Uh, folks on Twitter, if you're listening in, at GTTP Podcast, tweeted us what team name you think is the best option or if you have one that's not on here that you'd like to pitch. Just don't say anything too stupid. Now, um, <laughs> oh boy. Now, uh, I know we're going to get some crazy. The Red Hens yeah. is what they should be called. Uh, red pan- we- I saw Red Pandas. That one's a interesting <laughs> can, can one. Can we pitch our, um, our, our, our names for the Cleveland Indians now, please? Fire, you can go ahead first again. Cleveland Kid. Um, I was, uh, I'm, you know, second generation Cleveland Kid, sure. But, um, I was thinking of you know I feel I feel like most names that go with Cleveland involve the area around Cleveland and I thought you know maybe Great Lakers but I didn't want to do that because the you know L A Lakers and be the Cleveland can't pull that off and then I thought um, you know the Rockers because you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland right by the stadium and you know there's a lot of rock and roll history based out of Cleveland so you know. I thought that could be a good name, but the only thing is, is that the WNBA had a team with the name Rockers from '97 to 2003. So I, I'm always I don't f- know if it's logistic. Yeah, I'm always a fan of the musical references for team names like the Blues, the Jazz, and there's usually a pretty clear connection to the city that they're representing. Obviously, the Jazz had relocated to Utah. There's obviously it's nothing about to in- say. Notable about I'm glad jazz you got, I'm glad Utah. You got on that one. I, I think they were originally New Orleans. <laughs> yes, they they're from yeah, New Orleans, was, which makes a lot that, more sense to have yes, jazz in New Orleans does. than in Utah. I remember Utah, reading that. Yeah, not very. Yeah, I remember affluent reading that. area. <laughs> um, I'm always a fan of the, affluent jazz. the musical references in connection to very specific areas. I could see something along those lines of rockers being in the conversation. The the one that I came up with. I saw a logo redesigned for this is the Cleveland Spiders, and it sounds kind of random, but back in the early 1800s, that was the team name for the Cleveland franchise for a brief period of time. It was only about 12 years from what I'm looking at. I I think that if you want to go back to an early connection, I don't understand why they even decided to change uh, to, to different various names. There were a bunch of names that were in there in between. I believe that Naps was one of them in reference to one of their star players. I was listening to, um, I think it was Undisputed, where they were talking about how it came with the team name Indians in the early 1900s was because after uh, this player with the nickname Nap retired, their best player was a Native American, and for some reason the press thought, oh, your best player is an Indian, you should name your team the Indians, and it stuck from there. So there's now's the time to change it. Go back with an old, pretty creative name. I, I don't think a Spiders is too bad. I think it, you, know, you can have some cool, fun logos with webbing and all that good stuff. I've never been a Spider fan for team names. I've, never been I, I've pretty always cool. been mixed. I'll yeah, give it, I'll I, give it to I, Richmond. Yeah. I like the way that they do things with their Spider. Richmond does it right, but I feel like it's it, It's similar colors, too. It, it is very hard to pull off. But if, if someone's going to pull it off, it would be a professional team and a team that has already pretty good branding. Now, uh, if I may throw my name in the ring, uh, the Cleveland Twisters. And you maybe think it's Sean, you know, it's Ohio. You're not in uh, Tornado Junction or whatever they call it out in Kansas. Tornado yes. Alley. Um, junction. Junction, no. Junction. It was yeah. uh, what I was thinking, I guess. Junction, Junction. Yes, uh, What's your you function? function? Well, we're not talking about tornadoes. We are talking about one of the great industrial innovations that has come out of Cleveland, the Cleveland Twist Drill which helped them uh, a lot in the early 1900s with manufacturing um, and helped them with uh, lathes, planers, drill presses, and uh, other similar parts to uh, assist them in their manufacturing needs. So one of their uh, greater uh, industrial innovations, it could be a, um, a screw or a, a drill, a drill oh. bit 
with a little tornado around it if you wanted to uh, to the mix Cleveland it to. Sean, <laughs> where did you find this information and this name suggestion? Because okay, I made I'm, the name suggestion on my own. And I did. Yeah, I'm I disturbed that on, you I, came I, up with the sign. I found the drill twist twister the, on the Encyclopedia of Cleveland History page. Oh my! We God. all know what the true name of Cleveland should be. They should be the Cleveland Chili Doggers. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! I did you want to say that? Are, are you actually, happy that you said that after it left your mouth? I am. That's like a imagine a that's helmet. That's like a single a, a, dog that's like a, a single a team name. Oh God! It makes me hungry thinking about it right now. Making me home. Are you proud of that's that that's almost a fire drill right there. That's almost a fire drill. All right, let's keep the show moving. <laughs> Two more things for oh, you. Now we're on one. to you don't need to think of one. Now we're <laughs> on to the, the second year tight ends to continue with our second year standouts. Um, I'll start this off. Uh, I'm going with Dawson Knox, the Buffalo tight end last year. 28 catches, 388 yards, and two touchdowns. But aside from that, he showed a lot of prowess and a couple really skillful catches. Became a, a good, good option for Josh Allen in Buffalo. Um, he seems like a really sturdy tight end also. Uh, he, he looks like he's got a, a good frame. Uh, he's fast. He can jump. He's got good hands. he got everything that I would want from a tight end. So I think next year he takes a big leap. I think either way, if you pick, I'm a fan of Dawson Knox, but you could pick either of the two Iowa tight ends. Fire ended up picking Noah Fant, who I am in full support of. That offense is going to be firing on all cylinders next year. I decided to go with TJ Hawkinson, who missed a little bit of playing time. He is considered to be baby Gronk. We didn't get to see what he was fully capable of last year because of some of those injuries. Only played in 12 games. He was an impact player in various points throughout the season. I recall sitting on the couch with Sean while we're watching football and Sean complaining to me uh, about, you had TJ Hawkinson, right? Yes, I did. He he went yeah, off, uh, yes. he went bananas in week one, and then the rest of the season he did not go bananas. I, I just remember every week you saying, I started the wrong tight end, I started the wrong tight end, because he would either be unseen or he would light up your bench you know and what? do really Th- well. This year I'm only carrying one tight end. I don't care who <laughs> breaks out. I am a one tight end team from here till eternity. I'm not doing it. I can't, I just can't do it. I can also see the fact that Matthew Stafford was missing a lot of playing time due to injuries despite having a really, really hot start to the season. You get him back, he'll be fully healthy. Hopefully the offensive line is willing to protect him. Hawkinson is going to be one of the top targets for him with with an offense that has now two very good running backs and an underrated receiving group. He might not hit that 1,000-yard mark, but I can see a 8-10 to 10 touchdown season, 800 yards, in his playbook because he is that talented. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like TJ Hawkinson too, but uh, I picked uh, Noah Fant from Denver, 40 catches last season, 562 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, guy's a stud, super athletic. I mean, there were some problems at the, at the quarterback spot, so I think he could have had a better season last year than he yeah. did. But now they, they seem to have it figured out with Drew Locke. I'm not sure how I feel about Drew Locke yet. I'm going to see him prove himself a little bit more to me, but... They're, they kind of got it figured out. They're bringing in a lot of pieces to Denver, so on the offensively wise, and uh, I think he's gonna have another breakout year. I, I'd say he goes for a thousand yards, easy. I could see that he's he's he is one of the fastest tight ends in the NFL right now, up there with Evan Ingram. Hopefully, he stays healthy, unlike Evan Ingram has done. That offense, like I said earlier, is going to fly this year. They have so many fast talented guys I think some people forget how fast Jerry Judy is because there were all those fast Alabama players uh like uh um oh my god Henry Ruggs Henry Ruggs I can't believe I just forgot that Henry Ruggs they also got KJ Hamler who's faster than him Judy is also very very quick very good route runner they are going to be beating teams over the top with Pat Shermer uh navigating that offense for Drew Locke Philip Lindsay as well a little weird yeah, round. and Melvin Gordon. Gordon. There is that is such a complete oh offense. Oh my god! Such a good, I forgot about Melvin yeah, Gordon. and their offensive line is starting to kind of get its identity. I think Garrett Bowles is finally going to hit that that good uh, stretch for his performances because not a lot, of, a lot of people talk about how good Garrett Bowles is, but overall that offense is going to do really well next year. All right, boys, let's. I uh, agree. 
let's wrap this up with our with our final segment, our stat game that we introduced last week. Um, I'm winning. I'm winning right now. Fire is up uh, one nothing on everybody. Uh, so, how should we go about this? You would just want to start with uh, Joe. You want, who who wants to start it off with there? Uh, I will what go is, first. All right, we're under running. My backs, go down the list. player number one. This player played twelve years. In the NFL, in those 12 years, he rushed for 12,279 yards, 10 touchdowns, and he had 767 receptions, 6,875 yards, 36 receiving touchdowns. Your available options are LaDainian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, and Ed Garen James. One more time on that last name. The last, the last. Ed Garen. Edgerin James. Is that how you say it? Oh Edgerin James. You also said Ed Garrett. You also said the, the player only had 10 rushing touchdowns when they had 100. So, Oh, did I accidentally write down 10? No, you said 10. Oh, 100 rushing touchdowns. My apologies. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Marshall Falk. I will also go with Marshall Falk. Okay. You guys are both correct. Yeah. Oh, duh. Woo. All right. Player number two. This player played 10 years in the league, rushed for 10,060, uh, 10,643 yards, 78 touchdowns. Early for Joe. Right he now. had four. Sh- I will. Just keep I will going. I'm just, I'm, Virginia just, I'm just giving a little and, aside to the listeners. Knock you over the back of the it's head. Clearly, Eric Dickerson, who ran for 2,000 yards in one season. Wait one second. 78 touchdowns, 4,248 receiving yards, 467 receptions, and 13 receiving touchdowns who is it fire i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with ricky waters i'm Sean? going with work done fire is correct it is ah. ricky Boom. waters i'm on fire sean That's you're three. up i got three now all right player one for my selections played for six years ran for 4,453 rushing yards had 39 touchdowns and won a Super Bowl. Options are Joseph Adai, No Sean Moreno, and Lance Moore. I mean Pierre Thomas. Shoot. Lance Moore is a receiver. I get them twisted up. Okay, right. so we know well, it's not Pierre with, Thomas. <laughs> I'm going to go with Joseph Adai. Uh, God. Uh, Sean. It's not Pierre Thomas. Or is this a way that he's trying to trip us up? I'm going to go with Joseph Adai, too. He had the really good couple years and then kind of fizzled out a bit. So, Joseph Adai. You both are correct. Okay. I knew it was Joseph Adai. I, I, no Sean Randy didn't win a Super Bowl. He might have, but not that I remember. Player two spent nine years in the league, had 6,306 rushing yards and 56 touchdowns. Your options are Michael Turner, Lamar Miller, and LeGarrette Blunt. I'm picking Michael Turner. I'm also going Michael Turner. The correct answer is LeGarrette Blunt. Damn it. No way. No way. No, it's not. Okay, quick score update before fire goes. Uh, fire is currently leading 3-1-1. to one to one. I have four. I had I had one when we started. It's got three correct. No, you got player one, player two. No, it's it's three to one to one. Yeah. There's only been four players fire. You just got one wrong. How oh, could you get three, four? How could you have four? Oh, you just not, got one wrong. Oh, I, th- I thought you were adding adding my lead from the last episode. No, no, too. no, no. It's who wins the it's full episode game by episode, each day. and then yes. you have the tally. Oh, of the- oh okay. Okay, so basically, we All have right. a chance to tie here. Yep. All right. And player one. This player had 9,796 rushing yards, 54 touchdowns, with 10 seasons in the NFL. Your options are Ricky Williams, Chris Johnson, or Matt Forte. Joe, don't. Uh, we got to work together here. Don't pick Ricky. Ricky had over 10,000. I, I really wish you put receiving yardage in here. Because that would make it a little bit more clear. Um, I didn't for I, I didn't for a reason. Okay. See, okay, Joe. I'll pick Chris Johnson if you pick Forte. 
No, don't. We're not doing strategy can't do here. That. We're not doing it's strategy. It's what we have to do. Do you want to lose? Wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking. I'm just. I think we should. I think, I think to avoid the. I think. What are you doing? I think. I think. I think to avoid the. Like I think it should be by just correct answers total, not by who won the day. I'm going that with. Means, I'm so going keep, with. Keep it independent. No, because that's going to be too many numbers to to keep track of. We'll we'll start it off me one nothing, and we'll just add it from here. Uh, we'll figure that out after the show. Um, I'm going to go with Chris okay. Johnson. I'm going to go with Matt Forte. It is Matt Forte. Damn it. I was going to put receiving in, but then I looked at the, the receiving numbers of Ricky Williams and Chris Johnson, and I was like, oh, my God. It would be All right, Joe, you got to help me out here. Why? So far, right. you just get the outright win. Player no. two. This player had 7,563 rushing yards, 44 touchdowns, with 11 years completed in the NFL. Is this player Maurice Jones-Drew, DeMarco Murray, or Jamal Charles? MJD. No. He had more yards than that, dude. Actually, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. You bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. Uh, I'm going with Charles. DeMarco Murray. No, he wasn't in the year league for 11 years. 11 years, Joe? Wait, 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 wait. You, you, you said two answers now, Joe. You can't, you can't just. The first day, I, sh- I should make you lock in MJD. Jamal Charles. <laughs> Jamal Charles is my answer. And the, and the correct answer is Jamal Charles. Okay. All right. Salvaged it. Three, three, two. And we should just add it up by All points. Right. It shouldn't be win That's the day. Fine. Uh, okay, fine. Well, uh, wait. Let me really quickly So what was, it, what was last week? Two, one, one? Uh, Sean, start talking about the fantasy stuff, and I will pull. Yeah, it was. It, it was two, one, okay. one. Okay, so fire so is I five. Have, I have four. I have five. Joe has three. Put that in the bottom, Joe. Yeah, and that weighs. Okay. And then we'll just add that to next week's Okay, total. um... We'll keep... That on that, oh, it's going to be an intense yeah. race. Uh, so, oh, basically... You did that wrong, Joe. You did that wrong. Shut up. <laughs> they get to the point... I have four. God, I'm fixing yeah. it. Uh, uh, is again, everybody. It's a little sleepy. Um, the, uh... <laughs> Get to the point is launching our own fantasy football league, and we want you to be a part of it. So you can sign up. Uh, you can find the links all over our Twitter at GTTP Podcast, and we are hosting. I don't know how many players we're gonna have. What do we have? Open for twelve? Uh, basic uh, ten to twelve, depending on how many people are willing. Right now, I think we're at eight. So uh, Chris Chris he too joined. Dark Roast joined. Um, Sutrick joined. Masseroni joined. A friend of Masseroni's joined. Any listeners, if you if you didn't see the Twitter and you happen just to listen here and you're interested in it, we're going to do a, a PPR league, uh, redraft-style league. We are going to determine the prize, but we're thinking right now what we will do. I don't think there will be a buy-in for anyone. We will handle the giving out the prize and, and paying for it, but the prize will be a jersey of your choice. It will be, Love you will, te- if you are the winner that you have to be the outright winner, there's no second place. You then communicate with the group of us, the three here, or if one of us wins it, we then communicate with the other two guys. I'd like to say if, if one of us wins it, we should still have to chip in for the Jersey. Is that fair? Obviously. Okay. All right. That's if fair. I win it, I want you to chip again. Not me. I'm not buying my own Jersey. Yeah, no, 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 if no. You win, you're not paying for your own Jersey. I, Joe. Uh, I'm saying that if one of us wins, we split the cost still. Is that not fair? Yes, that's fair. No. Uh, if between like everybody, thro- if I win, then everybody else is chipping in and buying me a jersey. Yes. But you're chipping in as well. Yes. No. No. The Joe, winner doesn't uh, chip in. Why would the winner chip in? So now I have to root against both of you guys to win. Um, it's so I don't have to pay for half a jersey about? instead of what a third we, of a jersey. What are we, communists? There's, it's 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 pretty much ten bucks per person. Ends up being okay. no. It's okay, the, one person oh, gets a jersey. No, no, but no, no. Everybody no, no, no. pays. No, I'm that's saying what you're that saying. The, <laughs> the three of us are handling the the jersey price. Meet my friend. He is oligarch. What are you? What are you doing, man? <laughs> the, the the our our listeners are not chipping in any money. We're not doing that. This is but a, they're a, in a, the a league. Thing. All right, fine. If you want them to chip in, they will pays. chip in. All right, everybody pays. Everybody pays. Fire then can't get a prize. Why can't Fire get a prize? Oh, that's right. Football player. He's a Division One football player. Boo-hoo. That's right. Just thought of it. Not if you don't play this he's season. Not, 
He's not allowed to uh, do fantasy for money. Seriously. That Fine. was my logic behind it. Then fire doesn't get anything. Uh, if, I, if I win and get a good a good handshake, we're, 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 I'll drive to each player's location and get a firm handshake okay. from every player. Um, so the, the ultimate goal with the prize is winner gets a jersey of their choice, any player that they want. We will work out the semantics of that further. We will also continue to update and work out uh, divisions, all that wonderful stuff. The other thing, too, we will likely I'm, – I'm working on the Discord – I'm going to put together a separate channel for the Discord that is just for talking about the fantasy football stuff so you can talk about trades, uh, all that wonderful stuff. If you're listening and you're a part of the league, download Discord and I will send you an invite to the um, uh, I will send you an invite to the Discord server. All right, sounds good to me. Everybody, this was get to the point. It is my choice this week for the send out song. Um, it's going to be a good one. And uh, you're listening to it now, and I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can follow us. What our, is it? It's going to be Stroker Ace by Charlie Daniels. And then... Um, I don't know it. Stroker I don't know Ace it. No, you don't race. know it. He had a mean feet <sighs> follow the show Twitter at GTTP Podcast. You can follow my Twitter at Sanderson Radio. Joe's Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Jake Fire's Twitter at JakeFire54. Uh, you can find us anywhere that you find a podcast. We are everywhere. We are inescapable. We are five-star men, and if you think so, too, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. And, you know, throw out something a little nice for the boys, all right? We're working hard for you. Um, but we will be back next week with a new episode of the Media Dump and also a new episode of this show. So you got a lot of also, content to look forward to. Also head to our, our YouTube channel where uh, I've yes. been putting together non- <laughs> nonsensical YouTube videos. Again, I said this yesterday on the Media Dump, we're picking up some pretty good steam, so once Madden 21 comes out, we are going to hit the ground running. Can't wait. All right, everybody, we'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in. Cause a bandit's on your tail It's a downright joy for a country boy When he hears them engines moan But you gotta hang tough And it gets real rough When you're out there on your own Cause they'll push you around They'll knock you down They'll shove you up against the wall And you always know when the engine blows That a man can't win them all You could push that car just a little too far Any Sunday afternoon And if you'd break your neck Some damn fool wreck They'd forget about you soon But old Stoker Ace was born to race And it's worth all the trying Just to drink champagne in the victory lane And to hear that concrete whine Stroker, get your dander up This ain't no time to To make a lap up if you're gonna take that checkered flag. Number 10 is closing in to even up the score. It's time to wave bye bye and put the pedal on the floor. You better stand on the stroker cause you're blowing off their doors. Blow the doors off, stroker. Stand on it, son.